Monster Game Night is a dark comedy actual play podcast that contains personal and political horror. This show is not appropriate for children, and adults can find content warnings in our episode description. Welcome to our Monster of the Week game, Tasty Corporate Hell, where I put our podcast through corporate hell. I'm Josh, and I'll be your storyteller for this week, and I'm joined at the table by... I'm Russell, playing Alden Willowsby, our corporate morale officer, otherwise known as our mystic. This is Ben, playing Cy Lasserton, Senior Operations Associate, also known as The Mundane. And I am Nick, playing Charles Todd. I work in the mailroom. And this week we have a special guest. Mike is doing some important studying, so we are joined at the table by Chris. I'm Chris, and I'm playing Teddy Harding. It's good to have you back, dude. Yeah, to set the scene. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you all are working in the corporate headquarters of Tasty Brands Incorporated, a large megacorporation headquartered in the city of Kingsport in the Bluegrass region. The building is located in the Butcher's Block district of Kingsport, a place where lots of slaughtering happened, bloody, dirty history. But from those ashes, this building has arose. It is a giant corporate monolith, brutalistic structure with stony columns of cold iron and concrete beams with dark tinted windows that dot each floor with small portholes in the concrete. The only exception to this horrible, stony, rough building is the top floor, which is all glass built into a massive pyramid. It looks totally different than the rest of the structure, but it looks beautiful. All of you are going through your day-to-days in the office. What are you doing? I'm just sitting at my desk entering data. So we see Teddy Harding hunched over his computer. In his cubicle. Typing away. The cubicles in this building are labyrinthine. They are monotonous in color, beige walls, gray carpet, flat, thin cubicle dividers separate desk chairs from the early 2000s in desks with beige filing cabinets and huge bulky monitors on top of them. You can hear the sound of clicking and clacking and light, mind-numbing conversation as people talk on the phone. The air is dry and neutral, and it smells like a dusty hospital. Sort of antiseptic, but just old. What are you working on? Uh, Do invoice processing? Yeah, I'm processing some invoices. Processing invoices. As you go through them, this is, it's almost like you've looked at the same invoice a thousand times today. I have. Nothing is different. A couple dots change, a couple decimal places move, and you just keep moving. That is when, that's when Chucky, our mailman, (laughs) and what would you call him? A correspondence coordinator? Is that, I feel like that's a good title, right? Keep it, keep it. Executive. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Executive correspondence coordinator. Ooh, yes. It's on your fucking lapel. Um, <laughs> it's what my name TX is. As you see him just rolling down the aisles, passing mail, and over the loudspeakers, you hear a voice. It is a familiar voice. You hear the voice of Harry Snide, the VP of corporate success, as he says, Congratulations. As a reward for the continued success as the most winningest team at Tasty Brands, your, in a distinctly different voice, you hear your 
invoice collection and data processing invoice team have all been invited to a presentation and lunch today with me, the VP of corporate success. Let's celebrate our wins as a team and learn more from me, a compelling leader, to keep up this momentum and just keep winning, 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 winning. No, this is an unpaid and mandatory company meeting that will occur during your unpaid lunch hour. Seating meals and beverages will not be provided. Anyone not in attendance will be terminated. See you there. Don't be hasty by tasty. And you know that that is the voice of Margaret. She is the secretary to Harry. Yeah, where is Siler and Alden Willowsby? Si just got to his hot desk. You guys just heard this announcement. Yeah. Where are you when you hear it? I was just, just booting up my computer. It's coming in about 30 minutes later. So, you know, I had a late night staying up, drinking some light horns, having a good old time. And luckily I managed to book a hot desk right by the 15th floor window. Has all the good views of those babes across the way in the next office. Yeah, ladies. I see you over there. And what about Alden? Auden is in the midst of a massage. He's uh, got... Giving or receiving. Obviously giving. No one touches Auden. A selfless lover. Yeah. Very selfless. <laughs> uh, he's in the middle of a massage and going, okay, I guess the great Earth Mother has decided that I need to go to this meeting. Is that how you massage? Yes. You need like a cat? Yes. <laughs> I wish I wish everyone yeah. could see this. As, yeah. <laughs> as you make biscuits onto this. Yeah. <laughs> the old man that you are massaging, he's still wearing his dress shirt and tie. Obviously, this is fully, a corporate environment. Yes. Fully tightened up. And he says, Oh yeah. I can't wait. We get to we get to finally meet Harry. I haven't even met him and I worked here for 15 years. Wow. Harry's a, a regular of mine. He, he comes down all the time. You got to meet him? Yeah. And the man turns and looks at you. You can see his like old sort of pockmarked uh, No, face. I take his head and I push it back down to the, <laughs> into the massage chair and I go, no, 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 no. We're not done yet. Dan, just continue. Yeah, Harry's a good guy. He, I like him a lot. He, he really appreciates the Earth Mother. I, uh, uh, and he's almost—he's so relaxed. He almost starts to fall asleep. And he's, I'm so jealous. Uh, I want to meet Harry. Take my hand. And I go, okay, you're done. I pat him on the back and push him out. The uh, door. Uh, uh, well, it's almost lunchtime, right? Or do you want to go together? I'm good. And he gets up, puts his pants on, and then leaves. <laughs> <laughs> no one told him to get off. You didn't have to. <laughs> By the way, Hank, in the future, I would really appreciate it if you keep your pants on. You don't need to take them off every time. I keep telling you this. Next time, I may have to go to HR. Yeah, yeah, but you said I, that I could be comfortable, and that's sure. the only way that I can feel comfortable in here and really get the tension out of my upper and lower back. I, I understand. But next, remember, this is a work environment. What, what if we, we had if I wore appropriate business boxers? That no, that's not. They have three. Are, are they like of one? Yeah. <laughs> and the bottom button is always undone. <laughs> are we talking like? First of all, it's the top button because you always leave the top button unbuttoned. Yeah, it's the reverse. Yeah, to show his beautiful ball hair. Hank, are we talking like tuxedo boxers or like? In fact, I don't, I don't want to know. Don't don't answer that. Yeah, they're tiny dress pants. No, no, no. I, I don't want to know that. Let's just remember pants on next time. Okay, fine. I'll see you in 
23 hours. Okay. See you then. And he gives you a brief nod and starts to head off. I start bleaching the chair heavily. Nice. What does your massage room look like? My massage room is, uh, think of it like a very zen place. It's got like a bookcase just full of motivational books. And on top of that is like one of those like rock garden waterfall type things that like just trickles water down from the top. And then on the other side is a... As opposed to trickling down from the bottom. Well, you never know, right? <laughs> it, water works in a serious way. Okay? D- depending on how it goes, it could happen. Um, there's a motivational poster up on the wall that's a cat hanging from a clothesline that says, just hang in there. <laughs> on the other end, you're going to see like some incense and... And what does it smell like? Right now, it's very heavy of sandalwood. And ball sweat from Hank Garrison. (laughs) So that is your last appointment for the morning. What do you do? Well, once I'm done disinfecting the entire room from Hank's ball sweat, I'm going to get together a bunch of like sage and various uh, smelling, good smelling herbs. I'm going to light it. I'm going to start going around and just waving it around the rest of the floor to like, Make it smell good. And I'm just going to take it and go into the elevator with it and just do the same thing in the elevator. I'm going to do that the entire way up to the lunch thing. You get into the elevator and Siler is in the elevator as well. Oh, good morrow to you, Siler. What's up, Alden? Are are you going to be doing that thing again? I thought I told you it messes with everybody's allergies. First of all, I'm cleansing their allergies. Doesn't cleanse my allergies, bro. The Earth Mother cleanses all. All right, if you say so. And as you say that, there is a tiny old woman in the back. She's carrying a big stack of files. And she lets out a light little sneeze. You see? You're going to make Martha drop all her files, man. Martha, you don't mind this, do you? Oh, it's it's fine. Perfect. Martha, you know... You know if you drop those, I'm just going to have to tell you to pick them up. That's what I do. I would never. I'd never drop anything. I've been, I've been working for Tasty Brands for approximately 55 years. You know, when I hit my 50th, they gave me a commemorative watch. And then she shows off like a wristband and it just has like thumbs up on it. <laughs> you know, I'm going to talk to them about that fourth week of vacation for you, too. That would be great. I'd like to see my grandchildren at least once. You got pictures on your desk, right? Isn't that all you need? A hand, hand-drawn pictures. I, Even better, they're from you. I used to cram. At the beginning of the mystery, I'm supposed to roll something. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> okay, uh, what's your thing say? Beginning of each mystery, roll plus sharp. On a 10 plus, hold two. On a seven through nine, hold one. Spin the hold to be where you need to be, prepared and ready. On a miss, the storyteller holds one they can spin to put you in the worst place, unprepared and unready. So Monster of the Week uses a 2d6 system, where 6 and down is a failure, but you get to mark success, and 7 to 9 is a mixed success, and 10 and up is a full success. On a 10 and up, generally the player gets to say what happened. You're marking you're mark experience on a 6 or low. Yes. Yeah. And I get to take a hard move. Gotcha. That's a 12. Jesus. Okay, so you are the man with a plan at the end of beginning of each mystery. You got a 10 plus. Yep. Okay, so you get to hold two to be prepared and ready. 
you let me know when you want that to be. If you're not in a scene or something surprises you, you can be like, psych bitch. You'd keep track of that. Got it. Does anybody else have anything that matters? I do. Ooh, that was a 13. You got connect the dots. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So on a 10 plus, I hold three. Okay. During the mystery, you can ask the keeper any one of those questions. So you just keep track of those three and let me know at any time whenever you want to ask those, and I will help fill in the dots. The person on the intercom, are they connected to current events more than they are saying? (laughs) Shooting that wad early. Um, (laughs) Yes, Harry is definitely connected to the events that go on in this place. You know that he does not normally do presentations like this. And if he does, he always does them virtually. He would never do them in person. He's much too busy for that. Something's really shady about this. I don't like it. That's what you hear as the doors open to have Teddy and Charles or Chucky join into the elevator ride up to the 21st floor. Hey, Chucky, good morning, man. (laughs) What's up, guys? What are you worried about? I heard Harry's great. Yeah, but this is just strange. Like, very not common, dude. Bro, the Earth Mother, she'll protect us. Always about this Earth Mother, man. Come on. Let me let me see if I can get rid of this negativity. <clears throat> I don't know if you're aware yet, dude, but uh, the Earth Mother, she's like 20 floors down. <laughs> she is in our hearts, Chucky. Always. Okay, hope you're right. You hear an elevator ding on the next floor as a man named Bert Johnson, carrying a folding chair, enters the elevator with you as well. So it is now you four, Martha, and Bert Johnson. Bert Johnson is a statistician. He does math all day. He's kind of boring, very monotone, very plain. Hey, Bert, where'd you take that chair from? You sure you checked it out properly? You see Bert's face. It is... Very full. His eyes cloudy. He looks right at you and says, Bert, you look like you could use some some energy here. Here, why don't you uh, take out of my pocket a crystal and I hold out to him and say, hold this in your hands and it will gather your energy for you. Bert reaches an old wrinkly hand out towards the crystal and grabs it. And he... <sighs> Puts it near his mouth and he licks the crystal. <laughs> not, not quite, not quite what what you're supposed to do with it, but I suppose that will work. Be careful licking that company property right there. And he like slowly waddles into the elevator, turns and faces the door, and continues licking the crystal. You think you're gonna want that one back, or am I gonna have to build to buy another one? No, no, he can keep it. It's part of his employee benefit package. Everyone gets one. I'll have to look into that. Martha says, I didn't get one of those. Oh, oh well, here, Martha, let me... Is that add, like I, a 60-year present? No, what? no, no, no. And I take another one out, and this time I I turn it to hand to Martha, and you guys see the Tasty Brands Inc. logo on the side of it. And I go, here you go, Martha, here, here. Oh, thank you. I'll cherish it forever, and I'll put it on my desk next to the other crystals that I have. Well, this is a special crystal. You want to make sure you hold it close. It I was will... kidding. I don't have crystals. Are you kidding me? Well, I don't know what you have on your desk, Martha. It's not like I come see you at your desk. I just told you it's hand-drawn pictures of my grandchildren. Chucky knows this. He delivers my mail. <laughs> you got very nice grandchildren. Thank you. Benjamin and Nathan and Martin, Alexandria, Euphemera, 
they're just beautiful. And Harlot, she's the best. <laughs> the sea is silent. With that, the elevator slowly cricks to the top of presumably where it will go, to the 21st floor. The doors open up, and you see a large open courtyard. There are already about 30 people. People that you don't normally see every day. You see them in passing. You give them a brief thumbs up or a wave and continue walking past. Don't really say anything. Maybe you ask them how the weather is, but they're not people that any of you are really familiar with. This open courtyard is huge. You can see the sky and it's bright and beautiful. Normally the light in this building is so dark and dim and sort of just light sucking. But here you can see up into the 22nd floor of that pyramid glass structure. The room is full concrete walls. There are no windows with the exception of the skylight. And up on a balcony on the 22nd floor, you can see a middle-aged man in a navy blue suit. His hair gelled to the side. It's polished and perfect. It looks like he got a haircut 20 minutes ago. Dark, thick hair, giant smile. His hands clasped and resting against his belly. And he is a beaming with a big smile. This is Harry Snide. Or you presume is Harry Snide. You might have seen video of him, but you've never actually seen him in person. He looks immaculate and he is just beaming, not saying anything, but just looking at the crowd sort of milling around. You can see a handful of people actually brought chairs. They're setting them up in the middle of the room. And as you look around the room, you can see just an intricate geometric pattern on the ground, which is a little bit different than the normal gray and beige carpet that is in the rest of the office building. And it is quiet in here. Sai's so going to lean over to check and say, this is my big chance, man. Once I charm Harry, I get myself moved up to an executive position. I'm going to bring you with me, personal mailman. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. He made me an executive last week. Whoa, that's amazing. Hey, Sai, you know what would really help you with your, with your time? I've got this book that will teach you to become one with yourself and to just accept the inner glow of yourself. I've already read it, man. It's called Naked Ambition. No, the secret. <laughs> <laughs> Young woman wearing slacks and a blouse bumps into you, Sai, and she says, oh, oh, sorry, and just continues walking past. Oh, who's that? I've never seen her before. That is Hannah. She is a new intern. I would like to roll to investigate a mystery. Sure. I want to learn some things about Hannah. Right about now. Hannah? Yeah. What sort of creature is it? Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. It is a six, so I failed. <laughs> yes. Mark experience. Mark. Yeah, mark your XP. Wait. For being a big fat failure. You did roll the two and the four plus sharp. Yeah. Zero. Oh, okay. Ooh, yikes. Not very smart. So you give Hannah the eye and she sort of scoffs at you and says, ugh. Thought I got to wait for people like you. And keeps walking. Oh, don't you wait. Just don't worry about it, dear. We'll be seeing a lot of each other. I can promise you that. As you say that. It's not creepy at all. Old man bounces off of you and into Chucky. Almost ping pong or pinball style. Just bounces off of you and then just keeps milling about the room. Doesn't say anything. Whoa, y'all right there, dude? He looks back at you and says, You were standing in the way. We're waiting for Mr. Snide. You're looking a little faded, man. Maybe you should sit down, drink some water. I don't have time for that. I've been doing too much business. 
And then he goes towards the center of the room and from the inside of his suit jacket pulls out a small carpet square, sets it on the ground, and then sits crisscross applesauce style in the middle of the floor and stares up at Mr. Snide. I would like to walk over to him and offer him some homeopathy. Okay. How are you doing this? Uh, Oh, so I'm going to just take out my fanny pack, a little, uh, first of all, a little pill supplement, and then Mm -hmm. a little thing of apple cider vinegar. Like, like, think of like the five-hour energy drink, like, type things, but it's just filled with apple cider vinegar. And I'm like, "Uh, excuse me, you look a little um, tired. I I think this could help you rejuvenate. So I'm going to do first aid. So that's going to require a roll plus weird. In order to get him to drink this, you're going to have to manipulate someone in order to see if you're charming enough to even get him to do all of this. He is incredibly focused and just staring at Mr. Snide. I'll spend a hold. What does the monster want from this person? Love and attention. <laughs> Surely got That's that. Sex. <laughs> Mark XP. <laughs> and you wanted him to drink yes. this. Yeah. He looks right at you and says, Mr. Snide said there would be no beverages here. How dare you bring that in? And he tries to like smack it out of your hand. Just what do you do? Can I like dodge and be like, but this will help you. Would that be like act under pressure? Yeah. You say you can act under pressure. And just to see if you can (laughs) save your precious apple cider vinegar. I do not. That's a a four total. (laughs) Mark XP. While that's going on, I'm still staring at Hannah. And then I, when I turn back to look at Harry, I accidentally whack somebody. And because of that, I want to use my oops. I want to figure, I want to stumble across something important. But oh, it yeah. doesn't have to necessarily be related to our current issue. Give me something from the person I re- I'd stumbled into. Yeah, you bump into Martha. Oh, no. And she drops a bobby pin. That she was clutched into her files. You know what, Martha? That one's on me. I'm not going to make you pick that one up. Hold on a second. I'm going to bend down and pick it up. Oh, th- thank you. I And then she tries to, like, she opens her hand, like, oh, I, you can give that back to me, please. I take a nice look at it first. Oh, yeah. It is a nice bobby pin. It's made of coral. <laughs> and it's got, like, a pearl inlay. And it's super nice. All right. Interesting. Doesn't seem like something the company hands out, but here you go. It's a, it's a personal artifact. I got it from my grandson, Martin. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully this presentation starts soon. Pay attention now. How, as you say that, you hear a throat-clearing noise from Mr. Snide. All the lights in this room dim. You didn't even realize there were lights in this room. It's almost like the sky itself dimmed. As a beam of light focuses on Harry Snide, his navy blue suit, beaming, and he addresses the audience. And as he does, I need all of you to roll plus weird. 11 for me. 7. 12. Okay. 13. Goddamn. (laughs) 12, 13, 11, (laughs) 7. Okay. He says, thank you all for attending. I am so proud of each and every one of you. As he says this, your brain goes foggy. It is like he didn't even get to finish the end of his sentence and just trails off and you can just hear, thank 
you. Thank echoing you. Thank through the distance. You. All of you realize you. this is happening, except Thank Sai. You. you feel a nauseous Thank echoing you. in your head. Thank it's like you can just hear him repeating "Thank you" over and over. You're gonna get minus one ongoing during this effect. Oh man! But you do realize that something is. Those light horns are coming back at a bad time, man. Ugh. As this echoing is in the room, there is an immense fog that starts to surround the room. And the floor, all of those intricate geometric patterns begin to glow with a red light. And it gets pretty hot in here. It's almost like someone is turning up the temperature in an oven. Can I read a bad situation? Of course, that would be incredibly appropriate. It's a 10, so I get to hold three. Is there something that you're looking for specifically? Don't forget, if you act on your answers, you get a plus one ongoing. Um, what's the biggest threat? As you scan around this misty aura that is emanating from this room, you can almost begin to see fiery claws begin to crawl their way out of this geometric pattern. It's almost where the lines are intersecting. There is a thin, wiry, fiery hand beginning to crawl itself out. And you look around and there's dozens of them. And not many people are beginning to notice this. What's my best way out? There are multiple ways out. It really just depends on what you're looking for. You could try to go through the roof. You can try to crack open that elevator door that is in this misty existence with you, or there may be some type of secret hatch. There's gotta be a way up to the 22nd floor. And then what's the best way to protect the victims? As you look around, almost all of the other people in this room with the exception of your compatriots, are in a daze. If you can wake them out of that, they might be able to assist you. Other than that, they're going to be incredibly helpless as the fiery hands are already beginning to reach up towards their ankles. Does that include me or not? It does not include you. Okay, I'm just a little more out of it than most. Yeah, you're just, you're aware, but you just have like that hangover-esque yeah. feeling as something about being in this place just doesn't sit right yeah, with you. Holden, do you still have that apple cider vinegar on you? I, I do have some. have some. Sure, absolutely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that. I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm so thirsty. <laughs> I'm gonna splash it in Martha's face. If there's any time your miracle cure should work, it should work now. You splash it into Martha's face, and it's almost like her eyes, as you looked into them, were glazed over with cataracts. And you splash it right into her, and she wakes up, and she lets out a gut wrenching scream as she realizes. She's in some type of misty fog world, and there are fire demons crawling out of That's the floor the towards her. To <laughs> yeah, I want to look at Sai. How does he look? Like, does he look like he may be like partially fogged over, or he looks incredibly fresh? As his always, his suit is polished. His hair is gelled. So, so he it, looks it doesn't immaculate. look like he's under any kind of ill effects or anything like that. He's slightly green. As it looks like he might throw up at any time. But other than that, he's fine. And with that, one of these hands reaches up and grabs onto your ankle, Alden, and it burns you. Dealing, it's going to try to do some damage. Yeah, can I, I want to roll to kick some ass. You're going to take one harm immediately. But yes, you can roll to kick some ass. Either of you can. Is that through my armor? Yes. Meanwhile, while they're doing that, I'm going to use my panic button ability. So who's kicking some ass? And then we'll do the panic yeah, button. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to kick some ass to, to get this thing off me. Okay. How are you How are you fighting back against this thing? 
I'm fucking not. God. So yeah, I'm taking my. I, I reach out uh, and grab my. I have this uh, massage stick. It's a massage roller, mm-hmm. and I start swinging it at this arm. Uh, but mm-hmm. I rolled a six. Mark XP. So th- there's there's good and bad news. The good news is that the monster is successful, which is great for me <laughs> and bad for you. Uh, on a miss, you get your ass kicked. So this thing grabs onto your ankle. It burns you for two more fire wow. damage. And it begins to, with its other arm, climb up your leg. And you can see a thick arm beginning to grow and blossom from this ground. You can see a shoulder and a head start to crawl out and its maw begins to open up and attempt to just swallow you. It's huge. As you look into its eyes, you can feel like you're staring into the abyss. What are you all doing? All of these hands are starting to grow up the people and they do not even notice, except for Martha who is actively running and attempting to avoid them. As quick as her 80-year-old legs can move. So, hitting the panic button. That is, when you need to escape, name the route you'll try and roll plus sharp. On a 10, you're out of danger, no problem. 7 to 9, you can go or stay, but if you go, it's going to cost you. You leave something behind or something comes with you. On a miss, you are caught halfway out. And I think you mentioned going through a window to try to get to the 22nd floor. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm going to do. Okay, it's pretty high up. We're going to find out. I'm rolling sharp, and you said I have a minus one going forward, right? So you roll, add sharp, and then subtract one. It's a seven. It's a mixed success. How are you attempting to get up there? I'm going to use my excellent skills from my track and field days in the long jump, and I'm going to back up, and I'm going to hop, hop, and then I'm going to take a big jump and go and try to grab that window. Okay. So you narrowly avoid these monsters as you hop, skip, and jump your way towards the impossibly thin edge of this. You get one hand up, but as you do, one of these creatures, you didn't even feel it. It's been crawling on your back the whole time, and it is riding up with you. And this one, it isn't like the one attacking Alden. It's thin and fiery with little tiny bat wings, just latched onto you. Gonna mess up my coat, man. Come on. And you can feel the heat as it breathes down your I'd neck. I'd like to roll to kick some ass on the one that's on Alden. I'm gonna try to swing at it with my silver sword. Yep. Yep. As you do so, you go to stab this creature and Martha is continuing to run. Terrified. Screaming. You can see Bert Johnson as well. Bert doesn't look good. One of these creatures is coiled around him like a snake, biting into the side of his head. You can see his flesh searing away. And you realize these are actively trying to kill, kill you. What was your roll? A seven. Ooh, okay. You and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. Okay, so how much harm do you do against the creature? Two. Two, and it's magic, right? Because if you're... What are you using to attack? Silver sword. Okay. And you're going to... So you slash down at this creature slicing open the side of the mouth that was trying to bite Alden. It, you damage it. It rears back, looks at you, and snaps at you as well. It latches onto your arm, and it deals one harm. You can feel its hot breath 
scalding you and its fangs sinking into your flesh. As you all look around the room, people are dropping like flies. The weird thing is you don't hear anything. You can hear Martha screaming, but when you look around at the other people there, it's almost like they're pantomime dying. I want to try to like ruin the uh, symbols that these things are coming out of. Okay. See if I can erase it or break it somehow. How? What are you going to do? What's it look like it was made with? They're, it's almost like tile, like grout, like carved into the floor. So I'm going to use one of my knives to just like chisel at it. Okay. I would say this is probably going to be what? what? Uh, yeah, act under pressure. Okay. Roll plus cool. Oof. Not good. That is a fail. A fail? You bend down. Pull out, what were you going to use to chisel these? <laughs> One of my throwing knives. <laughs> so you bend down, you start actively grinding away at this thing with the edge of a, a throwing knife. And you do not even notice as one of these creatures glides from the surface across your body, wraps around you almost like a ghost passing around your body. And a mouth begins to engulf your head as it reaches down and bites into you, dealing one fiery damage. Oh, God. Like, no hugs, man. Your face is actively in this creature's mouth. <laughs> you can smell sulfur and brimstone in hot, hot. Oh, God, you need a breath, man. So bad, man. So I would like to use magic to protect Teddy with my roller. So normally you would do this when he takes the damage, but I'll... Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah, you got to do it like okay. right away. That's a 11. Okay, so you would actually take the harm that he would have received, so which was, I believe, one. But you get an extra effect. You suffer a little harm, so minus one. All the danger is now focused on you rather than him. You inflict harm or you hold the enemy so back. remind me, if I go over three harm, I'm immediately unstable, right? Yeah, you're un- unstable. Okay, so I'm going to inflict less harm and <laughs> so I don't go over. Okay. Yeah. So you basically negate the harm. Okay. So Teddy chopped into this thing. It reached back and tried to bite onto your arm. How do you protect him? Um, as it goes to bite him, uh, I'm just going to take my uh, massage roller. I'm just going to mm-hmm. stick it in the mouth so it can't chomp down. Okay. It is. Its teeth are gnashing, but it just can't connect. You can feel the hot energy from this thing, and it's that close, but it just isn't connected. Right, so I've got the one hanging off my back, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, would it be possible for me to roll to act under pressure, get my Bluetooth headphones out of my pocket, and whack at it and just try to knock it off? Oh, you can just grab for okay. free. That would just be kick some ass. Okay. Right, yep. I'm rolling that. That's mm-hmm. a 10. A 10. Okay, so whenever you're fighting, you deal your damage rating to each other. So it's going to do two fiery damage against you as it's already latched on. And how much harm do you do? I have two harm hand area. Okay, so hand is just the distance and then you can do an area. So you'd be able to hit multiple things with it. Yeah, so I I just basically take my headphones out and I just... Yeah, knock this thing. Whip them around and knock this thing. You get an extra effect because you got above a 10. You can get a forward. You can give a forward to another hunter. So it's a plus one against this creature. You inflict terrible harm, so an additional harm. Suffer less, so minus one. Or you can force them where you want them. I am going to force them where I want them, which is off of me. Okay. 
So you blast this thing in the head. How much damage did it uh, do? You said it did two fiery to me, right? Okay. How much do two. you do? Two. Okay. You blast this thing. A chunk of its cheek actually rips off from this pure blunt force trauma, but it and leaps off of your back, almost recoiling from the pain. And now that you are on the top, you can see a figure standing where Snide was. He's wearing a navy blue suit, polished, white undershirt, pristine, black shoes, long, dark hair. But from its face, it is a thick, dirty, pink flesh of a pig. Its mouth opens up. You can see tusks and fangs and just a gaping maw as you can hear a shriek as this thing charges at you. Oh, so he's coming from me. Mm -hmm. Now that you're up here. How many fiery beings are there? Too many to count. You saw dozens of hands reach from the floor. I think it's time we go. I think the Earth Mother is, is calling us to leave this horrible, horrible place. Do we see the pig charging? Yes. You can see it bounding across this upper floor balcony towards Psy. I think we need to help Psy out first. Fair. <laughs> so I'm going to try to run over and attack the pig with my flamethrower. So you're going to try to <laughs> yeah. shoot up at it? Okay, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to damage it? Or are you trying to protect him? Distract it? What is the end goal? damage it. Okay, okay so yep. that's going to be a kick some ass roll. And it's a nine. A nine, so it's a mixed success. So this thing charges at Psy, and it pulls out razor-sharp, rusty hunks of scrap metal and chucks them. What you thought was at him... But when you turn to shoot this fire at it, it chucks them at you, doing two harm as these things pierce into your chest and it moves closer to Psy. It's now in probably an arm's distance from you. I do three harm to it. Okay. It lets out a pig shriek and its flesh sizzles like it was not expecting this at all. And it If you could read the emotion in this thing's eyes, it's almost vaguely human pig eyes. It looks pissed. What do you do? All right. Since it's right there in front of me and I've already got headphone cable in my hands, I'm swinging it back up and I'm going to try to come at it from underneath and try to like hit it underneath its chin. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a one. (laughs) Mark XP. Okay. Its pig snout opens up as you try to swing your headphones at it, and its human-like hand claws grab onto your shoulders. Its pig snout opens up. You can see every kind of tooth imaginable. There are fangs. There are teeth. There are tusks. There are lamprey-esque just blades in there. It opens up bites down onto your shoulder and it's attempting to devour you. It's going to do four harm, messy as your blood sprays across the ground. And as it does, it latches on, sucking the blood out of you as well. And its wounds begin to close. Interesting. Oh, God. All right, I'm going to take out, take my rod. I'm going to just do a running jump and like try and like just go eh, and like do an overhead swing. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Try to bash this thing yeah. in the kneecap. Yeah. I don't know why I thought you were going to pole vault up there. <laughs> That's a 13. Okay. And you're just attempting to damage it, or are you trying to get it off him? What is the... Angle? I'm trying to get it off of him. Okay, so that's going to be an act under pressure, not a kick some ass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you got a 13? Yeah. Okay. That is really good, actually. So you do what you set out to do. You clock this thing in the knee. You can feel it's like hitting cold iron, bashing off of its kneecap. It lets go, looks at you, takes one step towards the edge and drops down to your level, now staring directly at you. From its side, it pulls out a large hammer with its left hand, and it brings it down, swinging directly towards you. All right, once it leaves me alone and I've got my faculties back at me, I'm going to yell over to Chucky. Hey, Chucky, find Martha. Martha! (laughs) (laughs) What are you guys doing? I'm trying to shoot this thing off my face. (laughs) With your revolver? (laughs) Oh, God. Are you trying to kill it? Move it? What is the end game? Kill it. Okay, roll to kick some ass. And you're shooting with your revolver? Yes. (laughs) Please miss. Oh, God. How much damage do you do? Uh, Two. Perfect. You shoot yourself on the side of the head, <laughs> blasting off a chunk of your ear, doing three damage to yourself. <laughs> you are now unstable. As this creature, it, it lowers its mouth even further down, its mouth extending over your shoulders. It's trying to just suck you whole like an anaconda. I'm running away and going to the elevator and trying to open it. Like, frankly, okay. hang the button and like, That's going to be... In. And act under pressure because this thing has killing intent. It's bringing its hammer straight down onto your That's head. 11. Okay, so you get away. You do what you set out to do. You dodge this thing. Weave your way through the crowd of people who are lifelessly standing there as these fiery beings wrap around them, bite into them, not even noticing as their arms are ripped off, their legs are chewed on, their flesh melting. You get to that elevator and you slam that button. Can I like force the doors open or anything? You can try. What are the rest of you doing? All right. So I'm attempting to panic button again. Now you are on the 22nd floor. You look around up there. There is a wide balcony that goes around the lip of the room and you can see an iron door. It's not something that you would typically find in a office building. This is an iron, steel, wrought door that looks like it would belong in a dungeon. Um, I take it that's the only option currently. There's also the glass going up. It's hidden by the fog, but you know that it was there, that you could probably break that and get outside. break that and get outside, but is there any kind of like... Exactly. Is there any roof surrounding the building? I, I presume there's like catwalks or some type of fire escape exit ladder there's some based on your move there's yeah. something what do you think yeah, is up I'm there? gonna say there's gotta be like some kind of fire escape nearby okay well let's roll and see yeah. if that's true okay that is that's an eight what does a mixed success give you Maybe. you can go or stay but if you go it's going to cost you you leave something behind or something comes with you you mm. already put something on my back once I know 
So you go, it's going to cost you. Hmm. Okay. So you up there, you can see there is an escape there. If you go to the side of the balcony up into the window, there is a ladder that will take you out. You know that you probably have time to get your friends up here. But if you do that, a lot of these people will die in the process because there just isn't time to get everybody. Or you can run, whatever you want. Well, I'm not the biggest fan of Alden, but he is with my other boys. So I think I'll help him get out this time. So, so I imagine you're like, Alden, come over here and like have your hand down, holding down for me. Yes, the button prompt is hanging above his head waiting for you to click Y. <laughs> um, but I'm going to turn to him and start running that way. But before I'm going to look at Chucky and say, Chucky, remember your yoga. Go into child's pose. And I'm going to give him some unconventional wisdom. <laughs> I love it. To give him a plus one going forward. Remember the birthing <laughs> process. Remove your head. <laughs> he tried once already. Yeah. So uh, you have a plus one going forward if you act upon that. So, okay. To attempt to rebirth yes. yourself. <laughs> In which case, I'm going to do often overlooked, and I'm going to act all crazy. <laughs> How do you do this? <laughs> I'm just going to scream as loud as I can at the top of my lungs. Ah! <laughs> oh, dear. I believe I've worn myself out. And then I just crumple to the floor. <laughs> like I pass out. <laughs> Okay. Okay, roll plus weird. It's very accurate. <laughs> yes, I love it. As this creature's eyes go wide and it tries to figure out what you're doing as you attempt to just curl up. <laughs> so that's going to give me an additional plus one ongoing. Because you have your crazy eyes. Yep. <laughs> as your eyes bug out sideways. So that is a eight. Okay. So on a seven to nine, you can pick one. You're either unthreatening or unimportant. What do you think? I'm unimportant. Perfect. This thing, it you drop to the ground, wailing and screaming, and it just <laughs> spits you out of its mouth. <laughs> as it looks around and lunges at Martha as she is moving and clearly lucid and important. <laughs> I'd like to protect someone. Okay. Yeah, Rolda, are Martha. you protecting her? Okay. The pig man notices Alden going for the elevator and is walking threateningly towards you. I got a five. <laughs> a five? Yay. You don't protect shit. Keep choosing to do things that are my horrible stats. On a miss, you end up making things worse. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Marcia. So this creature, you go to stab it in the air as it jumps towards Martha. You miscalculate and slash as you cut across her chest. The creature lashes into her neck and no. rips her throat out. Martha! Blood sprays covering her tiny suit jacket. Teddy, not cool, business man. Pants. She drops to the ground, twitching. Did I, did I see when you bumped into her and she dropped her hairpin? As she hits the ground, the, the bobby pin bounces from her hand into the middle of the floor. I want to grab that. You do. Okay. I don't know what to use it for. <laughs> you looted an old woman. Loot the bodies. Yes. You get four XP. 
uh, I'm going to like just run for his hand and like attempt to grab it and pull myself up. Okay. That would be an act Hopefully under pressure. I'm using my good shoulder. Just imagine it's that meme. You have to run past this pig creature to get there. It is actively walking towards That's you. That's good. Uh, I rolled a 13. With Zen-like focus, you gracefully dodge under the swing of the hammer as this thing swings right past your head, and you quickly move over to Sai, grab his hand, and climb up onto that next balcony. Where are we going, Sai? Chucky, what are you doing? You got the thing off of you. You're wailing. Oh, God. Oh, God. Good. It's gone. Uh, where'd everybody go? Hey, guys, wait for me. Don't forget about me, man. Chucky, up here. Up here, Chucky. <laughs> I'm coming. The creatures in the room, they don't even look like they see that you're there. You are nothing to them. <laughs> That's right. Then we should be able to pull them up. No problem. What do you do? Yeah, I run over. Perfect. The two of you reach down, grab Chucky, and pull him up easily. No problem. Teddy. Yeah. This pig creature is standing almost directly under where these people were just that close to catching a hammer to the head. So he's looking at them? It was. Now that there's motion, it snaps in your direction. What are you trying to do? Okay. Yeah, roll to kick some ass. It's a seven. Mixed success. So you deal damage to each other. Can I protect him from said damage? How? You're not You're not like. Close to him. But if you could do something ranged, I don't see why not. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to just like mitigate some of the damage. I'm going to take my uh, so, some of the apple cider vinegar. I'm just going to chuck it at his eyes. Yeah. Okay. Roll to protect someone to maybe see if you can distract this thing before it fully connects. Seven. Okay. Some or all of the harm. So this thing with its hammer and its human esque hand and its mouth full of gaping teeth lunges at you. Its mouth opens, tries to snap down onto your chest just like it did with your friend, but you move slightly out of the way as it flinches from the apple cider vinegar blasting into its eye, the glass bottle shattering. Its teeth scrape across you, dealing two damage. You can see As it bites into him, its muscles get bigger. It's almost like it sucks the life out of him. And it gets slightly taller and large. It reels back, pulls some sharp, rusty object from its waist pocket, chucks it at you, sticking you in the side, right into your ab, stabbing into you. It's a horrible pain for two harm. Okay, so then I would take one off that with my armor, right? Okay. So I'm also unstable. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I've been unstable. Yeah, just like all of us. Can you remind us what unstable does? Unstable means at any time as a like move, I can just say that you are bleeding out and take damage. So I'd like to try to jump and grab one of their hands. Okay. I would say act under pressure. Get uh, if, if you guys want to help, you can take the help action, but you can wait to see how he does. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait to see if he can make it up, and then if not, I get lower and I'll 11. Roll. 11. Okay, you set out to do what you wanted to do. So you jump up, the three of you guys grab onto him and reel him up onto the balcony. This pig human creature looks up, lets out a screech, sticks its hands into the concrete wall, and begins climbing, almost fingers 
digging deep and attempting to slowly crawl up the Pull wall. Pull out of my pocket, like four, they look like little candies, and I go, candy makes the pain go away. <laughs> and I hand them out to everyone. I grab it instantly. And do yeah. homeopathy. <laughs> my essential oil homemade candy. Yeah, and it's just about as effective as that, too. And... What did you get? I got five. Um, so everyone takes one additional arm. <laughs> As you bite into a rock hard gobstopper. <laughs> yes. These were meant to be enjoyed over several hours. You chip a tooth, all of you. Just taking one harm. I'm going to use a luck. No. You can I'm use, a luck. use a luck. Yeah, I'm going time. to use a luck. To make it a 12. It is one, a permanent use of your luck. You now have one luck remaining. Um, so on a 10 plus, you're stabilized and healed two harm. Nice. Time rewinds. <laughs> As you bite into this candy, it is pillowy and lovely. And it melts in your mouth like a one of those buttercream mints. What does it taste like? A Werther's. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, a Werther's original. <laughs> nice. It tastes great. Mm. You feel mm. your wounds closing up in a warmth emit from your chest. I hope my you feel better. Give me When we get back to my office, I'll get you some more. Not now, man. We gotta get out of here. I, I saw a fire escape right over there. Let's go. So you're going towards the fire yeah. escape? Okay. I'm gonna need one act under pressure from whoever wants to do it. To see if you guys I'll can escape it. this nightmare. I got a plus two. Yeah, okay. Whoever's leading the charge. I think technically you lead, led the charge, so go. I do have plus. And I'm going to, I yeah. want to help. Yeah. yeah. And I do let help action stack. Normally you can so only like have one help. help action. I don't mind. Yes, please. <laughs> what, did, what did you get? <laughs> two. So even if they help, you'll still only get a five. That's true. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So yeah, you don't. Yeah. I would say we both Oh my God. <laughs> Everybody fail. Okay, so you guys are helping. Yeah, yeah I, I yeah. rolled as well fail, and I failed. Fail. So. so everyone mark XP. Hey, guess what? I get to level up. <laughs> I suck so hard so that I feel better. <laughs> okay, so all of you expose yourself to danger. Not great. Not great when you're 22 stories up. So you end up making things worse, all of you. Jesus, that's four hard moves. You know what that means? This pig creature, with a burst of adrenaline and speed from the life energy that it just sucked out of Teddy and sucked out of Sai earlier, climbs as quick as it can up this wall, gets to the top, gets down on all fours and charges at you guys. You are not looking in its direction. Oh, the camera is looking directly at all of your faces as this thing is over your shoulder, leaping at you. It gets into the middle of you and almost like a mosh pit, lashes out in every direction. You don't know where it pulled it out of, but there is a blur of mechanical blades. It's almost like a wood chipper exploded from this thing in every direction. You all take three harm. And you are stunned, so you'll have minus one ongoing on your next action from the sheer trauma of this thing blasting. Hey, into guess you. what? I'm dead. And that is when Sai's body is ripped in half. You know what? Screw it. Yeah, I'm gonna re-roll 
So you make it yeah, a twelve. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna dump one to do that. Or that's what would have happened. <laughs> I should have remembered that. As you run towards the fire escape, the four of you as a unit, two of you bend down. Who's the base of the pyramid in this scenario? Probably Teddy. Yeah. Teddy and I'll be, I'll be the other base, sure. Okay. Teddy and Siler bend down. Yeah, we want to put yeah, Chucky on top. He's tall. Yeah. Putting Chucky, you guys lift him up, Holden. You run, jump onto their backs, climb up Chucky, and get all the way up to the top of the fire escape, grabbing onto it and pulling it down, extending a ladder down to the floor so that you all can crawl out to your freedom. You do. And as you do, as soon as you get to the top of it, you can feel yourself climbing and climbing and climbing, and you're going directly into this fog. And as you do, you all wake up at your desk. No harm. Your head pounding, but you wake up. You wipe the drool from your mouths, and a bell rings, and it is 5 p.m. Time for the office to close and everyone to go home. What the hell? That was a bad trip, man. You can hear the scuffling and shuffling of shoes, people zipping up briefcases and putting files away, grabbing coats. I want to set up like a ritual circle. And I want to try and use magic to investigate what just happened. You can investigate a mystery. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was too. I'm gonna I am going to get on the phone that's over by the hot desk and I'm gonna dial Chucky's extension in the mailroom. I presume you guys are all connected in some way. So you can share this information however you want to investigate a mystery. I would say let's do one investigate a mystery. You can get plus three from the group all well, helping you. I got a 12 anyway, so. Okay. So as a unit, you guys all get three questions. All right. <laughs> yeah, normally it would be hold two. I'll say three because you got a 12 and you're all doing this action. What happened here? What happened here? In some way, all of you are knocked unconscious and transported into a dimension. Or you would think, you all have the same dream, no physical trauma, something happened, but you're not quite sure what it was. That is all you know for certain. Without further... To your human eyes, that is all you can conceal. What is being concealed? You recall in this weird dimension on presumably the 21st floor that you remember being at, you can physically, you felt the carpet, you could smell the acrid air, you could see the bright lights that were up there that slowly dimmed. That geometric pattern running all across the floor, you look down and you can almost see it in the carpet. Your eyes glance past it and then you look back and it's not there. Was it just the way that the carpet was matted down from people walking across it or not? I'm also not allowed to lie to you in these. Where did it go? Where did it go? The better question is, where did you go? Oh, that's your answer? Is Yes. <laughs> it didn't go anywhere. You are just back at your desk. Do I still have Martha's bobby pin? You do. It is clutched into your I'd hand. I'd like to go find Martha. Martha. Yeah. So Martha has a desk. It is on, I'd say it's around the corner from yours. You go over there, and there isn't a desk where you remember there being a desk. It's an empty space. Waiting for a new employee. There are no personal effects. There is a slightly dusty chair. Looks as if no one has ever been in this cubicle. As you walked to Martha's, or 
what used to be Martha's or was there even a Martha's desk. You bounce past people in the hallways. They do that same shuffling walk, bouncing into you. You see the face of Bert Johnson as he just shuffles past, not saying anything. What do you all do? I want to use my desk phone to call each of these guys' offices or where, wherever they might be. Conference call. Conference call. And let them know this is what I'm about to do. But um, I'd like to go up to the 21st floor. I presume you can all meet in the elevator if you need. Once he tells us that's what he's doing, I'm going to... You said Bert was leaving? Yeah, he sh- was shuffling past. Does he have the folding chair with him still? He does not. I want to try to convince Bert to come up with us. Okay. So I'm going to try to manipulate someone. As fodder? Yeah. <laughs> You need a red shirt, right? (laughs) Yeah, you look into Bert's lifeless eyes. It looks like he has been reading Excel spreadsheets for 35 years. They're just bloodshot and dead. Same. He's never heard of a blue light lens. Hey, Bert, I heard there was something interesting going out on the 21st. You want to come up with us? And that was a 12. Nice. A 12? Jesus Christ. Bert looks directly at you. It says you have to give them a reason to do what you want them to do, but they'll do it for the reason. I you heard get. there's cake. <laughs> get anybody, up man. There's there's cake. Did Mister Snide Snide make the? cake? I don't know if he made it or not. I just heard it. He up said there, there wasn't. Uh, Especially apparently, it's ice cream cake, man. Is it Funfetti cake? I think it's whatever you want it to be. Let's go check it out. Oh, oh yeah. you lead the way. A man with taste. You got it. Like Follow it. me. <laughs> I love the fun fetties. Yeah, and he... So you guys, he's eager enough to exit the elevator first. Yeah, you guys fight against the, the tide of people that are actively heading down the steps out of the building to the elevator, going up. Chucky, where are you at? Are you going up as well? Hey, nobody said there was going to be cake. <laughs> okay, so the five of you now are on the elevator ride going up to the 21st floor. Okay. You click the 21st floor button, nothing happens. It doesn't light up. It doesn't register even. A Is there like a um, a badge, like scanner that I'm going to take yes. my badge and scan and hit 21? The light flashes red on the small register that would read your Can we go badge to the 20th card. Floor? Let's go to the 20th yes. floor and walk up the steps. You click the 20 floor button, scan your badge, turns green, and you slowly go up. The 20th floor is a corporate hellscape. These silver polished elevator doors open into dull yellow wall directly in front of you. Small placards on the walls read records, break room, pointing in opposite directions. I'm going to hit the fire stop button on the elevator. And then I'm going to say... It shakes slightly, appearing to be locked in the place. Give me a, uh, a boost. I'm going to go up through the escape hatch that every elevator has and climb on top of the elevator car. All right. I'll roll to help out. Okay. I would say just act under pressure. Only one of you has to do it. Can we all roll to help? Do you need that? Yeah. What was your total? So that's a five. Okay. So you'll need two successes to make it a seven, which would be a mixed success. You both want to roll. And protecting somebody on a seven... You'll get some of whatever harm, if that would be applicable to the situation. I got it. Oh, that's three successes. What makes it an eight? You can get through, but it's a it's a tight squeeze. 
can probably scrape yourself up a little bit and it'll take some time to get through. That's that's the hard choice. It's not that okay, bad. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You guys, you do your patented four-person <laughs> pyramid lift. That Remember doing before. We put Bert up through first. You want to shove Bert <laughs> through the elevator? He's not going to know what to do up there. I, that's going to be a manipulate somebody because there's no way there's cake. He's already headed towards the break room. Hey, Bert. Bert is shuffling towards the break room. You can see he's like salivating and like tink- his fingers are twitching. Hey, Bert, he didn't get to the 21st floor yet. The wrong floor. This, is the, this isn't the 21st floor. No, we're floor. on the 20th, man. Come here. Man, come here. I thought we were headed to the well, break room. Well, we're trying to get there, but it seems like the elevator isn't working. We are. It's on the other floor. There's a second break we room. We want to get you to that cake. We want to get you to your Funfetti, man. Come here. We'll help you out. I, I love Funfetti. Yeah, it's going to be right up here, pass through the elevator. Come on. We'll get you up. Oh, can we take the stairs? Or... And your roll? roll is a... And what's the reason you're giving him? The cake? Yeah. It's a okay. nine. Cake is a lie. <laughs> you guys can't help gonna... on this. You can help on whatever. What, what are you supposed to roll here? As uh, uh, charm. Manipulate someone. Charm. charm. So you roll plus cool. If... Oh, okay. Perfect. That's a uh, 11. Okay. So you grant a plus one. So that's a full success. Bird says that's... That's kind of weird, but I guess the, the elevator's broken. Let's get that fun. Hey Bert, I can smell the cake up here coming through the door. I smell the sprinkles. Boost me up, homie. Just imagining a middle-aged accountant saying homie. That's what my grandkids say. I help him get up. They're very young. You boost him. His thick, old frame. <laughs> blast through the roof of the elevator. <laughs> I'm going to need some more assistance getting up there. He wobbles up and now he is on top of the elevator. What do you see up there, man? I don't see it. I go, hey, I go, hey, Bert, help me with these doors. And I like try to start prying open the doors to the next floor. So are you trying to climb up to the yeah. next floor? Okay. That's going to be, it'll take yeah. time. And now that you have two people up here, you could effectively get the rest yeah. of the group. It'll take some time to get up there, but you okay. can do it. If you want to get Bert up there, that's going to be an act under pressure. But, but one of us could get up there and then help him get up, and that would, okay. Yeah, yeah that's why you could do it, because there's no way he can climb up yeah. there on his own. And we want him going first. Yeah. Are you guys going to take yeah. the time to do it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It takes, like, probably, like, 10 minutes okay. of just, Making like, a pyramid. The worst, like follow quest ever he's just like slowly like climbing and you're pushing him up (laughs) but you get up there and you're going to try to pry open these doors okay act under pressure one more time because these are incredibly sealed who's taking the lead i guess i I rolled first all right (laughs) because that's a six (laughs) okay you stick your massage stick into it try to pry it open uh i also got a success that's an eight even if you helped i don't know yeah, it'll get a mix. That's a nine. I don't remember what I rolled, but it's a success. So then that's a nine total. Okay, you're able to pry open this door with Bert's help. He sticks his tiny fingers in there, and they instantly break and smash as mm. the door opens up slightly, crushing his fingers. He yelps, but the pure adrenaline from that allows you guys to push it open. <laughs> And the door slams open. 
He howls out in pain, but in this, this, this better be worth the candy. Hey, Bert, Bert, good news, man. Workers I'm come. Buy this man some cake when we're done. <laughs> that better be some damn good fun. Don't for worry, you. man. You got four witnesses. We'll fill out the form. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. I'm taking the first, the first bite. And he, he climbs into that 22nd floor and starts hustling off in the direction. <laughs> the 21st. Yeah, he, and this, the hallway is dark, but you remember there being a brief small hallway into the courtyard, and he's just like hustling. I, I think we let him go ahead. Yeah, fingers dripping, what presumably is blood, all cracked and curled. He does not give two fucks about that. He wants to <laughs> Yeah, fun like, fun. I slowly creep up to, like, the, the entranceway, and like I just look inside to see what what happens when he goes in. Yeah, you can see it's dim yeah. in here, but you can like see his form and he gets to the the door at the other end, opens it up, and you see that dim light that you remember from this courtyard. It isn't the bright light. It's the dim light. He opens it up, goes in there, and the door slowly shuts behind. I want to creep up to the door and just barely open it to keep an eye on him. Okay. You can read a bad situation. Mm. That's a 10. Okay. On a 10 for read a bad situation. Yes. And you can spend these at any time. Okay. okay. Um, you open yeah. the door and you can see Bert hobbling towards the center of this room. And there's not much in here. It's almost exactly as you remember, just a barren room with the balcony. Not much, but he is focused and moving towards the center of what's the being concealed here you look down and even though they're not glowing currently you can see that same geometric pattern that you remember before carved into the, the grout on the floor and it's almost like you can feel the energy even though it's it's not active and you can catch a whiff of fire and brimstone on the wind are there any dangers that we haven't noticed yet almost as you you see him, and you see him quickly moving towards the center of the room. You look into the center of the room on the floor, where all the lines coalesce, there is a circular shape, and you can feel a pulse of energy. You specifically can feel this pulse of energy because you are tied into the Zen unknown, and you can hear a huff of something in the room. You are intimately familiar with this huff. It reminds you of that pig from that presumed dream that you had. What's the biggest threat to me? That's a hard choice. <laughs> because you remember those demonic fiery shapes, but you also remember the pig. And you don't know which one was the bigger threat. With only a handful of you, it could go either way. You could be totally overwhelmed either by number or by force if things play out like they did before. Bert shuffles into the room. As he steps into the dead center of the room, you hear a click. Something sinks into the ground. You can just barely see his weight shift down, and you hear a rumble in the distance. Hey, Bert, jump. Trying to help out. You can try to manipulate him to get him to do what Actually, you want him yes. to do. I'll do that. He looks at you, and he gets that same dead look in his eye, and just... Well, it's a 10, so... He shuffles. Why do you want him to I want go? him to get off that thing just so he's not like standing right out there in the open. So whatever he's going to draw out is at least going to have to 
come a little further out, basically. Okay. Yeah, he turns, mouth agape. This doesn't look like the same person that you saw crawl out of the elevator. You haven't got a look at his face before, but he turns and shuffles towards you guys, almost zombie-like. But he steps off of it. You hear it click again. Does anything happen to him after it clicks the second time? Nope. Nope, so he's still he's zombie-like? He's still mouth agape, eyes hollow, jaw slack. Is he coming toward us? Yes. Okay. Slowly. One cold step at a time. Very slow. Do I see the the pig anywhere? You do not. You look up into the balcony, where I presume that you think that it might be. There's nothing. It's a little shadowy up there. Odd, considering that you can see light coming through the glass above you. But no, you do so not see anything. I heard a sigh when he went in there. I'm right here, man. Quit breathing down my neck. <laughs> like, why are we here? We, we should just go, man. Get some lunch, some dinner. Who wants to go get a beer? Okay, Chucky, you know you're my dude and everything, but you got to admit something real strange is happening here. Yeah, all the more reason to leave. What are we looking for? Some explanation. I mean, you, you had that same dream we all did, right? Don't you want to know why we had that dream? Oh, that was real? You guys had that yeah. dream too? Whoa. You already forgot about the conference <laughs> call, man. Come on. Stay with us. As Bert's shuffling gets closer, he's probably within 10 feet of you now. Just shuffling. All right, if you guys don't mind, um, I'm going to take care of our friend here. He reaches one arm out and continues walking slowly towards Sai. I'm going to step out and I'm going to roll to kick some ass and I'm going to try to smack him in the face with my golf club. <laughs> okay. Dear God, man, quickly. what? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you didn't even let me try, like, some apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar. You yeah. could have gone for it. You weren't doing it. I was letting so him get closer. Light, the light slap. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's an 11. jeez. Oh, okay. Poor Bert. Alas. You're, you're kicking Bert's ass yes. successfully. Our, our red shirt is being undone by our own, own choices. So on any success, you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. But because you got above a 10, you could just use an extra effect. Which would you pick? I'm going to take less harm. Less harm. Okay. He reaches out, shambling, and almost, he tries to slap you and just reaches slowly out. I would call them his claws, but they are just like, sort of just hobo yeah, nails. fingernails, right? Wait, wait. So yeah. does that mean that his fingers were fixed? Because they were yeah, broken. broken fingers. Bo bo both of the fingers. Oh, they're shattered. Oh, okay. So there's like floppy digits. That's why I took one less harm. Yes. And they bounce off of you. Just knocking against your chest, but not doing much. And then with that, and I bring my golf club up oh. and I hit him in the face for two harm. You blast into Bert. His jaw goes slack as he hits the ground, not moving. Oh my God! What did you Bert, do? Did that wake you up, man? Uh, Bert. Oh, wait. Well, at least we don't have to fire that workers' comp thing anymore, right? Right. Uh, no workers' comp. Good stuff. Can I do like a first aid, like check, or like try and like you can roll sharp to see if you can figure out? Ooh, I guess. Yeah, like I just want to see, like, no, no, like I want to see like what his status is, but I also want to see like what it did to him, like if I could tell what it did to him. So like use like magic. Oh, yeah. To like investigate his like aura or something like that. Uh, 
Yeah, I would say roll plus sharp. Would this be using magic? Probably investigate a mystery. Yeah, and I would say yes, because of who you are. That's an 11. Okay, what questions do you have? You can get two. What happened here? Specifically, like, with his body and, like, why he attacked us. You bend down and look at Bert. Obviously, his jaw is shattered from a five iron to the face. Yeah. As he was blasted. Tiger Woods style? Yeah, Tiger Woods wife style. Not even Tiger Woods. Don't mess with the lucky club. But he's laying face down, and you run your fingers across the hair on the back of his neck. Very slowly and sensually. It's so erotic. Like I'm massaging him. And you can feel a goose egg on the back of his neck. There's a big bump, and it almost moves when you touch it. So what's being concealed here? That was, un- it's underneath his hair. Like you wouldn't have seen it just looking Yeah, but at like, him. can I like determine what it is by asking what's being concealed here? Oh, wh- yes. So you, what are you doing to it? That's how I'm going to answer this question. So you, you say that as you touch it, like it moves, right? You can like almost feel it. Okay. Dr. Pimple Popper underneath, style. Underneath the skin. <laughs> yes. I'm going to take my massage stick and okay. I'm going to say, hey, bro, give me a, give me a knife. God, I thought you were about to rolling pin it just out of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I, I take one of his throwing knives and I cut a slit right below it. And okay. then I take the rolling pin and I take it above it and I just roll it out through the uh, slit. You do that. You cut under it and you roll it out and this green liquid it's almost worm like slithers out of him into the light of the can room. I impale it with the knife yes you, like I just want to skewer it yeah you skewer it it's still on yeah. his neck so you skewer it into his neck it's slimy and viscous but it is stuck and unmoving right, I'm going to take it Whatever it was is presumably yeah, I'm dead. I'm take the knife, pull it out, assuming that it's still going to stay on the knife when I did this. So you're trying to like pick it up yeah. on the knife? I just want to look at it. As you do, even though it's only been about three to five seconds, if even that, since you pulled it out, it's already disintegrating away into specks of Can dust. Can I crack open the door to the courtyard and see if I hear anything? I'm wondering if I'm hearing anything else. It's my... Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, okay. you can read a bad situation. This is clearly a bad situation. It's a 10. I don't know if I have three questions. You can save them. You don't have to ask, ask them all right okay. now. Yeah, yeah you can hold them. we haven't noticed? Uh, the, you heard a huff and a sigh and a rumble, and you can see the geometric shape on the ground beginning to light up, where before it was sort of like a fiery red. This is a deep green energy beginning to brighten and you can hear as it pulses getting brighter and brighter well that's not good nope it's a bad situation (laughs) i'll point this out to everybody in the time it takes you to do that this creature is almost fully disintegrated just sliding off into nothing that is the hard move of you guys failing 87 times in a row (laughs) What do you do? It is quiet. You can hear just a soft breathing noise in the distance. Not getting louder. Not getting more quiet. Just 
in the back of your ear, you can hear it like someone heavy breathing in the distance. Much like that. (laughs) What's most vulnerable to me? Vulnerable to you? Specifically, I'm thinking like the runes, the pig, the demons, things. You know that something in the center Mm -hmm. activated it. If you can reverse that, you can probably reverse the effect of it getting brighter. Maybe there's a, if there's a mechanism in there, you might be able to pull that center out and break it. It's, it's hard to say, but that is what's most immediately apparent is there was something that clicked when it so moved. So when Bert stepped on it and stepped, it clicked it like down, a pressure plate. It, just went, mm-hmm. it, it just went straight down. It wasn't like... Yeah, it, it dropped, it clicked. When he brought his foot up, it clicked again and then went back into place. And it's been slowly getting brighter since then. <laughs> the sound of Bert's bones shattering. I'm just, I'm just I'm wailing say, away on him. Okay, guys, let's go check out the middle of the room. Yeah, you might not want to step on that thing in the middle. Though. Yeah, when just turned it on. Maybe it'll turn uh, it off. Hold on, Chucky. Hold on. I'm a little worried. We're not alone here. I know we're not alone, but I'm going to go to the middle and investigate. The plate. What are you trying to um, do? I'm trying to figure out how it works. I would say you still have another hold, right? You can spend that as a unit to try to figure out, I guess, yeah. what is being concealed. Yeah. yeah. So you look into it and you notice that you can spin this plate in addition to it just dropping. As you do so, it lifts up and there's a series of levers inside. And you presume if you flip them the other way, it will deactivate whatever it was powering. I do that. You, yeah. you do it. And the green light that was starting to get warmer and brighter begins to go in the other direction and start to dim at the same slow rate. If Almost I, imperceptibly slow, but it is I getting turn warmer. the tile, what happens? Real quick, before, before it gets dim, dim, do I see Pigman mm-hmm. anywhere? You do not. Okay. You see this empty, the concrete walls, heavy concrete walls, the balcony that encompasses the entire room. You can see just the edge of a door from where you're standing. I want to spin it 90 degrees and then flip the handles back and reactivate and see what happens. You turn it back on. You do. You push it down. You hear that click. You hear a grumbling, rumbling noise. And they begin, the lights in those shapes begin to brighten back up. The green or a different color? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I, I, I undo it and turn it back off. Yeah, it slowly gets dimmer in here until it's just a neutral. So turning it does not change the color. So it's just an on-off. Yeah. Where's this door? Up on the balcony. It's the door that Sai spotted that was behind the balcony. You guys went the opposite direction to the ladder. So easy to get to? You can climb back up there. I want to go explore that. I'll come with you. Golf club <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about Chucky and all oh, of them? I'm yeah. Yeah, I'm going with. Not leaving me behind. Yeah, if you guys all go, I don't need a okay. roll. You've already successfully done this a couple times to get up onto that balcony. One, two, pyramid... You guys all get up there and you can see a heavy iron door. It looks almost identical to what you saw before. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Good call, Ted. Try the doorknob. 
there isn't a doorknob. It's just a like a big, heavy handle that you can pull okay. the door open. It is not oh. locked. It moves. It's heavy and cold. I open dense. the door. <laughs> you open the door. As you do so, we will pick up next week <laughs> to see what it's Hey guys, we're Monster Game Night. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. I'm Josh, your storyteller, and I'm joined at the table by... Russell, Ben, and Chris. Nick. Tune in next session. We release an episode every other Monday. Also, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. We'd love to hear from you on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit at Monster Game Night. Please give us a rating, write a review, and tell your friends and family about the show if you enjoyed it. Word of mouth is the best way for a small independent show like ours to grow. I hope that you can come to our next Monster Monster Game Night. Night.